Continuation, Chapter 11-3, page 1-2-2. Let us also take the prophecy of Jeremiah concerning the deliverance of Israel from their captivity in Babylon after seventy years. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. And it shall come to pass, when seventy years are accomplished, that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, says the Lord, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans, and will make it perpetual desolations. And I will bring upon that land all my words, which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in this book, which Jeremiah hath prophesied against all the nations, Jeremiah 25.11-13 For thus says the Lord, that after seventy years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you, in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me, when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations, and from all the places whither I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. Jeremiah 29.10-14 So when the time for the fulfillment of that promise was near, God sought a man or a woman who would pray through, and he found Daniel. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years, whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish seventy years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God, to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Daniel 9, 1-3 If you do not read your Bible, you will not discover what the promises of God concerning your life are. Read the Bible study on divine guidance to discover the basics of how God speaks to us in line with his written word. Daniel did not think that that prophecy would automatically come to pass since it was prophesied by a mighty prophet like Jeremiah. That is a mistake many Christians make. Now, he played his part as a co-laborer with God and humbled himself in prayer and fasting. Daniel tells us, Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, touched me in my severe exhaustion about the time of the evening sacrifice, and he enlightened me and talked with me, and said, O oh Daniel, I have now come out to give you skill and understanding. At the beginning of your prayers the commandment came out, and I have come to explain. For you are greatly beloved, therefore understand the matter and attend to the vision. Daniel nine twenty one to 23 
So the very time Daniel humbled himself in prayer and fasting to pray through that promise of God, God commanded his angel to bring the answer. Sometimes the enemy is resisting us so that we will not have the manifestation of the promise of God. In Daniel 10, we see Daniel fasting and praying through for 21 days and on the 24th day he got the answer. And the angel Gabriel explains to him what was going on in the spiritual realm. Gabriel said to me, O Daniel, O man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For to you I am now sent. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to chasten yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come for your words. But the ruler of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief rulers, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what shall happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is yet for many days. Daniel ten eleven to 14 So God already sent the answer the very day Daniel started to pray and fast, but Daniel felt in his spirit that he had to continue to fast and pray, and he did so for 21 days. What he did not know is that for those 21 days there was a spiritual battle going on between Angel Gabriel and the Principality over Persia. God had to dispatch Angel Michael to come and help Gabriel. The spiritual battle ended on the 21st day of the fast of Daniel and the manifestation of the answer came three days later on the 24th day. We are co-laborers together with God. Always remember it. Had Daniel stopped praying and fasting before the 21st day, the answer might not have come. Daniel prayed it through. As you read series of the Perfect Redemption Plan and the application of the Perfect Redemption Plan, you will see many visions of spiritual warfare going on, how some of the evil beasts are captured by angels and bound up. No wonder Jesus tells us this kind of demons and demonic resistance can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Mark 9 verse 29 some Christians, who do not know how to rightly divide the scriptures, have tried to remove this verse from the Bible. May God be merciful unto them and not deal with them according to their ignorance of the ways of God by removing their portion from the scripture. As it is written, If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. Revelation 22 verse 19 All the things I command you, be careful to do it. You shall not add to it, nor take away from it. Deuteronomy 12 verse 32 Paul tells us, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 
It is not just dividing the word of truth we are talking about here, but rightly dividing the word of truth according to the general counsel of God from Genesis to Revelation. Guided by the principle that says, the thing must be at least written twice or three times in scriptures to be established as always being the will of God. Genesis 41 verse 32, Deuteronomy 19 verse 15, Matthew 18 verse 16, and 2 Corinthians 13 verse 1. When we read the book of Joel on restoration of the years wasted in chapter 2, people forget that in chapter 1 of Joel they repented of their sins, renewed their mind according to the scriptures, and then prayed and fasted. Do not just read and claim chapter 2 of Joel without doing chapter 1 of the same book. The same thing for the promise of revival in the book of Amos and Ezra. They started by repenting of their sins, renewing their mind, and then praying and fasting for God to revive their land. God said to Solomon after he dedicated the temple that when the people had forsaken the Lord in the land and gone after strange gods and had even been in captivity, if you want me to turn their captivity around and revive them, this is what you need to do. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 That is why Daniel repented, renewed his mind and prayed and fasted. The Hebrews understood that to humble yourself before the Lord talks about fasting. You will see in the book of Joel and Jonah how the people repented and humbled themselves before the Lord in fasting sackcloth and ashes. David also tells us how he humbled himself before the Lord, saying, As for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. Psalm 35 verse 13 and just like David understood that you need to fast and pray to get some sicknesses healed, Isaiah also confirms it in Isaiah 58, telling us that as we fast, our healing will spring forth speedily. Please read the Perfect Redemption Plan series and the application of the Perfect Redemption Plan to get a full understanding of healing and fasting. There is nobody who is mightily used in healing and deliverance who does not pray and fast or lives a kind of fasted life. Salvation of souls is also a spiritual battle because there are principalities over nations, regions, cities, towns, villages and areas that hold the people captive so that they will be spiritually blind and deaf to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is why ministries like that of Reinhard Bonnke, who conduct mass evangelical crusades of millions of people, spend months in prayer and fasting before the crusades. That is why also David Yonggi Cho's church and Enoch Adeboya's church grow by the preaching of the word and prayer and fasting. 
they understood according to the scriptures that they need to bind the strong man that is holding the people captive first so that the people who hear the gospel are no longer under the influence of any satanic power so they can make a willing decision to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Many people only see the salvation of souls and mighty miracles those ministries are experiencing, but they do not know the price they were willing to pay to get them. Some ministries only recycle believers, and most of the time they are the ones against prayer and fasting. Paul talks about some believers whose God is their stomach. Philippians 3 verse 19 They cannot even fast for a day for their own deliverance, let alone for the deliverance of someone else like David, Daniel and the saints of old did. Elijah also prayed through for the rain to come down. After the contest at Mount Carmel, as it is written, Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink because of the sound of plenty of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he threw himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, Nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it happened at the seventh time, he said, Behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up and say to Ahab, Bind up and go down, so that the rain does not stop you. And it happened in the meantime, the heaven was black with clouds and wind. And there was a great rain, and Ahab rose and went to Jezreel. And the hand of Jehovah was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. 1 Kings 18, 41-46 You see, Elijah gave a word to King Ahab that he should go up to his palace, stop worrying but eat and drink, for the Lord would send plenty of rain, the drought was over. Yet when Elijah prayed the first time and sent his servant to check if there was any sign of rain, there was nothing on the horizon. Elijah prayed seven times, and each time he sent his servant to go and check for a sign of rain. Now the Bible does not tell us how long he prayed each time. Isaiah tells us the Lord confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messenger, Isaiah 44 verse 26. Yet the Lord will not do it on his own, but he will work together with you, his servant and messenger, to confirm that word and perform the counsel through the accompanying signs, Mark 16 verse 20. We are co-laborers together with God, never forget it. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9 Elijah, who gave the word to King Ahab, had to pray through. He prayed seven times before it came to pass. James tells us, Elijah was a man of like passion as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it did not rain on earth for the time of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth caused its fruit to sprout. James 5, 17-18 Elijah had to pray again for the rain to come seven times. 
The same way Elijah prayed through, you and I are also expected to pray through for the promise of God or the prophecies we give people to come to pass. I remember during the crossover night 2013 to 2014, the Lord asked me, Jerry, what do you want the people to have? I said, I want them to write three impossible things that they want God to do for them in 2014. I do not even need to know what they write down, for Eli did not even know what was the impossible situation of Hannah, but he said to her, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition which you have asked of him. 1 Samuel 1, 12-17 So God said to me, Deal! Thus I said to the people, Write three impossible things that you want God to do this year, 2014, and God will grant them to you. What I did not know was that God would ask me to pray them through until they came to pass. So some nights God called me and I would pray for 12 hours and the people would have some of the impossible things answered that week. Sometimes God asked me to pray for nine hours and that same week God would grant some of the impossible things to the people. Some people did not play fair. For when God answered their three impossible things, they added three new impossible things and added again and added again. And whatsoever they added, God granted them all. Even on the 31st of December 2014, God performed miracles. I prayed them through by the grace of God. Now I'm careful with my words, for Jesus said, I say unto you that every idle word... Argos Ramus, spoken word not acted upon, barren word, spoken word, void of fulfillment, and useless word, that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof on the day of judgment. Matthew 12, verse 36 When I give a prophecy or say something to someone, God might ask me sometimes to team up with that person for the manifestation of that promise. So I am accountable to God and to the people for the words that come out of my mouth. Solomon tells us, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that's alone when he falls, for he has not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevails against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly or easily broken. Ecclesiastes 4, 9-12 We have this threefold cord system like a rectangular triangle depicted in figure 1. The way God designed it to work, it is not an equilateral triangle but a rectangular triangle. Why? For had it been an equilateral triangle, then the disciple and the discipler had to do the same labor in the word of God, in prayer and in fasting, to have the manifestation of the promise of God. But God bestowed a heavier load on those who are in the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers. The apostles understood it and said to the congregation, We will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Acts 6 verse 4 
God is at the summit of our rectangular triangle. You and I are at the base of that rectangular triangle. The disciple is not better than the disciple. Jesus told us, The disciple is not above his master or disciple, but everyone who is perfectly trained or perfectly discipled shall be as his master or disciple. Luke 6 verse 40 In fact, the disciple has a straight line to God because we are agreeing in prayer concerning his impossible situation to men. The relationship disciple-discipler is like the relationship between a parent and a child. The parent does most of the work, but the child had to do his part too. Think of a mother and a baby. The mother can have all the milk in her breasts and put the nipple in the mouth of the baby, but unless the baby decides to suck the milk from the breast, he will die of hunger. So though the baby has a minimal role to play, yet if he does not play his role, he will not enjoy the provision made available to him. But the baby will grow up and learn everything from the parent and be able to do the same things. So we are discipling you or training you so that you can go do the same thing for someone else. You, as a disciple, will have to read your Bible, pray and fast too. Ezra said, I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava that we might afflict ourselves before our God to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance. Ezra 8 verse 21 What you are doing is not for the church or the ministry but for what pertains to your life and godliness, your family and works of your hands. The Bible tells us, One man of you shall chase a thousand. For Jehovah your God is he who fights for you, as he has promised you. Joshua 23 verse 10 And again it says, How shall one chase a thousand, and two put ten thousand to flight, unless their rock had sold them and Jehovah had shut them up? Deuteronomy 32 verse 30 That is why two are better than one, for we will defeat more enemies if each one of us does his part. But if I do my thing and you do your own, you will defeat your thousand and I will defeat my thousand, yet we will still have eight thousand enemies on the loose. Jesus tells us, Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Matthew eighteen nineteen to 20